Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's up, everyone? It's Jamie again from the Lightning Round Podcast. Uh, these short shows are becoming a habit, I guess. Uh, but it's a good thing because it means we're getting information to you a little bit faster while it's timely. And uh, hopefully we're learning some things along the way. So... As the title suggested, this show is going to be about the contract uh, restructures the the Chargers did uh, on the Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack contracts uh, that were announced on Saturday morning. Uh, hopefully you're getting to this on Saturday, but if not, it'll be out soon enough and you'll be able to uh, learn more about these restructures soon enough. So uh, like I did on the ABCs of the restructure show, I'm going to be using visual aids. And I know some of you might just be listening to the audio version. If that's the case, uh, I'm sorry you don't get the visual aids, but we are, you know, showing these shows on YouTube. So hopefully you can move over to YouTube and start watching these shows uh, in the visual format so you get the benefit of the visual aids too. Anyway, let's go ahead and get started. So as I said earlier, the Chargers did restructure Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack this morning. Uh, they went with max restructures for both, meaning they restructured as much money as they possibly could under the salary cap rules. And I'll be showing you what that means. So we're going to look first at Joey's contract. We're going to talk about how they restructured, um, what the numbers look like for 2023, what the look, what the numbers look like for the rest of Joey's contract and what his outlook is for the Chargers roster over the next couple of years and how and when they might be able to cut him moving forward uh, and realize some cap savings and and kind of move in another direction when they feel like that's necessary. Uh, and again, we talked about this with the Mike Williams and Keenan Allen restructures. Uh, the Chargers are 
they're in kind of a state of flux. They're going through some transition. They're realizing that they are top heavy on their roster. They are restructuring proven veterans, guys who produce guys who are considered stars by many. Um, and they are doing that to kind of try to extend their, their window to win a super bowl for another year or two, uh, while also giving themselves the ability to get out, out from underneath these contracts as soon as next year, if they need to. So having stated that, let's go ahead and look at the Joey Bosa contract. So I'm going to go ahead and share it here for you. So this is the Joey Bosa contract. So if you watch the ABCs of the restructure contract, a restructure show that I did um, a couple days ago, you know that Joey Bosa, but prior to the restructure, had $24 million in guaranteed base salary. Uh, you know what? Let's back up a little bit. Real quick, we'll rehash the four elements, the four components of an NFL contract. Those components are base salary, pro-rate signing bonus, roster bonus, and guaranteed salary. So prior to the restructure, Joey had a $31 million cap hit. That was comprised of $24 million in fully guaranteed base salary, which was set to guarantee uh, on the third day of the new league year, which is, I believe, March 17th this year. Uh, he had $7 million in prorated signing bonus, which, again, as I explained on the last show I did, prorated signing bonus, think of it like an amortization for a mortgage, right? The money is paid up front. It's in Joey's um, bank account. It's been accounted for. It's in his pocket, however you want to look at it. Um, the only difference is, is that for cap purposes, so that they don't have to count, you know, a $28 million or a $35 million signing bonus all in the first year of the contract, they they spread that money out evenly over the life of the contract to lessen the cap hit. So prior to the restructure, he had a $7 million prorated bonus. He did not have a roster bonus in 2023. And like I mentioned, that, that fourth component was the guaranteed salary, and he had $24 million in guaranteed salary. We had talked about the Chargers basically taking $21 million of that, that $24 million guaranteed salary and, and uh, turning it into a signing bonus, which would be prorated evenly over the 23, 24, and 25 seasons, which would mean an additional $7 million hitting against getting paid to Joey now and hitting against the cap over each of the next three years. So with this restructure, what the Chargers actually did with Joey was they took $22,835,000 of guaranteed salary and they converted it to signing bonus, which comes out to $7,611,666 a year being added against the 23, 24, and 25 caps, salary caps, each of those three years. So what that does is he had $7 million left in signing bonus uh, in 23 and 24. That number now jumps up in each of those years to $14,611,666. And in the final year of his contract, which for some reason the original bonus was not prorated over the fifth year, uh, he now has a basically a $7.6 million uh, prorated signing bonus in 2025. So again, as I explained on the ABCs of uh, contract uh, contract restructures, nothing changes for Joey. That money was going to be guaranteed salary 
Now it's signing bonus. Instead of being guaranteed on the third league year, third day of the new league year, again, March 17th or thereabouts, um, it's guaranteed up front at the signing of the newly restructured contract. So that money is in his pocket right now. They're just spreading it out over the next three years to lessen the cap hit. So what does that mean for Joey over the next two years? We know his contract runs through the 2025 season. Can the Chargers cut Joey Bosa next year if he's hurt or unproductive or whatever the case may be, and they decide it's time to move on? The answer is yes, they can. And there are two different ways they can go about that. So if you look at his 2024 cap figure right now, his cap figure is $36,611,666, comprised of a $15 million base salary, none of which is guaranteed, $14.6 million in prorated signing bonus, which we already covered, and a $7 million roster bonus. So what the Chargers can do next year is they have two choices. They can cut him pre-June 1 which if you cut a player pre-June 1, any remaining signing bonus accelerates to the year in which he was cut. So in this case, his signing bonus would it would be, I'm sorry, his cap hit, the dead cap money, if they cut him pre-June 1 next year, would be $15.2 million and change. They could save, I'm sorry, back up. It'd be $22.2 million and change. Sorry about that. $22.2 million and change. Uh, the savings they would they would get would be $22 million. So in this case, they'd actually be losing money on cutting Joey Bosa. So while it's doable and it's more or less break even, it's only a difference of about $200,000. The chances of the Chargers cutting Joey Bosa pre-June 1 prior to the 2024 season are probably pretty slim. That said, cutting him post-June 1 is a much more attractive option because they would still save $22 million, but they would only only incur a $14.6 million dead cap hit, which is only comprised of the $14.6 million in prorated signing bonus that counts against the cap in 2024. The $7.6 million in prorated signing bonus that is due in 2025 would then hit in 2025 or the year that it is due, quote unquote due, um, <clears throat> if they cut him post June one. So the option of cutting him post June one, probably much more attractive for them. If it comes down to that, my guess is Joey is probably safe unless he's just really hurt and really unproductive and they just can't get him on the field at all next year. Joey is probably safe for 2024. And then you're probably looking at him if things go, go poorly and they, there's no extension in the works. Um, they you're probably looking looking at them cutting him prior to the 2025 season that said they could still restructure in 2024 and spread more money out but that probably wouldn't help too much you know they could take the roster bonus of seven million dollars in 2024 they could take almost they could take a little over 14 million dollars or 13 million dollars uh in base salary and have basically $20 million that they turn into signing bonus and spread over the last two years of the deal. But that would make it tough to cut him in 2020, almost impossible to cut him in 2024 and equally as difficult to cut him in 2025. So I don't really see that happening. I think the most likely outcome is Joey is a charger 
most likely through the 2024 season, unless things go really bad and they just feel like they have to eat the money and they cut him prior to the 2025 season, if things aren't working out. So that is the Joey Bosa contract restructure. Now we're going to talk about the Khalil Mack restructure. So here is Khalil Mack's contracts. He's got two years left on his deal, 2023 and 2024. What the Chargers did was they took basically three and a half million. I think the number was $3,511,000 of his base salary in 2023. And they turned it into a, a signing bonus, prorated signing bonus. So what that means is, is they basically took a million seven hundred fifty thousand somewhere in that neighborhood, and that will hit against the cap in as prorated signing bonus in twenty twenty three and twenty twenty four. Uh, this, in terms of Khalil Mack's status on the roster, he is safe in 2023 they're not going to cut him in 2023 because that would basically mean a 30 million dollar dead cap hit with no savings so that's not going to happen um what could happen though and what is probably pretty likely to happen just based on his age and how he he kind of tailed off uh towards the end of the 2022 season uh what is much more likely to happen is the chargers most likely cutting joey or sorry most likely cutting khalil mack prior to the 2024 season. If they do that, they are then saving themselves $23 million, which is comprised of his $17.55 million base salary and his $5.5 million roster bonus, while eating just under $15.3 million in prorated signing bonus. So that's a number I think they can be comfortable with. You know, you're talking about net-net, about $8 million in savings, but overall they're saving 22, $23 million by cutting Joey or by cutting Khalil Mack prior to the 2024 season. So that is what I think this means. I think if you're kind of trying to read the tea leaves on the Allen, Mike Williams, Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack contract restructures that the Chargers did this year, I think it's pretty clear. The Chargers realize that they are getting old and expensive at wide receiver and edge. And that's a bad mix, no matter what the position is, old and expensive. If you're going to be extremely expensive and on the high side of your pay scale at your position, you'd prefer that player be relatively young. And that's not the case with the four guys they restructured this year. So, plus you have injury issues with all four of them. So I think what you're looking at here is very likely a minimum of two of these four guys not being charters in 2024. And there's a chance that as many as all four are gone, depending on what happens in free agency and the draft in 2023 and 2024. But overall, from a big picture perspective, I think what this means is the charters are really trying to make one run with this group this year. If they don't make that run, if they don't win at least a couple games at the playoffs, maybe make the Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl, if they don't make a sustained postseason run and see some big improvements, I think they've come to the conclusion that this group is not going to turn the corner, that they kind of are what they are. And if they don't make that big that big step forward in year three with Staley, 
I think you're looking at this team starting to re-envision the front office. I think it'll be the end of Tom Telesco. And I think they're also starting to re-envision the roster. And I think it means the end for at least two, if not all four of Williams, Allen, Mack, and Bosa. What I would look for this year, I think in terms of draft and free agency, I think the Chargers probably come out of the draft and free agency with two new players. Uh, I think they realize that, Chris Rump is not capable of setting the edge and was a big problem in the run defense last year. He also wasn't overly productive as a pass rusher. I think they can get better there. I think they sign a free agent edge player, somebody who is 24 to 27 years old, somebody who maybe has had some success and needs to rebuild some value, or somebody who just has yet to establish himself as a starter. Maybe sign him for one or two years and start to expand his role slowly during this year as the third edge, edge rusher. And I would also expect them to come out of the draft with a new edge player, probably in the first two to three rounds, uh, maybe as early as the first, but we'll see. Um, and I would also expect the Chargers to address wide receiver early in the draft this year and probably next year, just because they need to start finding replacements because it's pretty clear that they can't sustain the roster and remain cap compliant long-term with all four of these guys on the roster. You could see them keep one guy at each position. Maybe they keep one of the four, depending on how things go, but pretty good chance that all four of these guys are gone. If not, but prior to next year, then certainly by the end of 2024 in the 2025 off season. And it's time for them to be proactive, which is something they have not normally done. So it's time for the chargers to be proactive Start finding replacements now, guys who can contribute in a rotation now and will be ready to step into a larger role once they have to start making these decisions on these priced, these high-priced veterans. Anyway, that's it. That's all I've got for you with the restructures. I hope these have been informative and that you've learned something. Keep an eye out. We've got more shows coming out. We'll be doing our uh, safety and defensive back show here in the very near future uh, this week. And you'll probably be seeing some more short form shows with draft content, maybe some film study for specific draft players in the draft. And obviously any free agent signings the Chargers make, we'll be covering those in real time. So thanks everybody. We appreciate the support. We appreciate you watching and uh, have a great weekend. Thank you.